Hello, welcome to another episode of One Slide at a Time, where we're taking some of my previous presentations and training uh, classes and doing a deep dive on one specific slide and one specific topic. One of the things that we've been doing in this series, uh, this one being episode number 27, um, is we've been talking about user stories and from user stories that went into technical stories. So I thought the next uh, transition would to be to um, broaden that even more. And let's talk about the different things that you find in a backlog. Um, if your backlog only has user stories, well, based on the last episode, you should at least have user stories and technical stories. But the reality is, is that it, it should actually have other items in it. The backlog represents potential work. So anything that potentially will be applied to the capacity and velocity of the team um, should have representation in the backlog. And so when I visualize a backlog, I like to color code things. And um, in the physical world, I used to use colored stickies for everything. And so if I was looking at a backlog, I would expect it to be extremely colorful. Um, you would have, if I just saw a backlog that only had, let's say, for example, um, orange stickies, which represent user stories. If I had a, a backlog that was all orange, I'd already know that that backlog is in, in trouble. It isn't a healthy backlog because, like we talked about last week, if you have user stories, where there are user stories, there are technical stories. Where there are user stories, there's also spikes. There's also things that might represent um, bugs or issues that need to be fixed and, and resolved. And so you'll see, for example, a very colorful picture. And as a matter of fact, this particular slide that I'm showing you doesn't look like a traditional backlog. It actually is a circle. And the, the reason why is, again, I like to kind of challenge just standard way of thinking um, to get you to look at things in a different light. I'm a very visual person, so I always like to come with a, a visual um, in this particular one, what I like about it, we're, we're used to these kind of just columns uh, representing a backlog and it has items in it. And, or sometimes it might even look like a, a pyramid and you kind of funnel up things from the bottom to, to the top. But what I liked about this circle, the outer circle are the newer items, the items that are kind of in their raw state. They're, they're just ideas. Uh, they haven't, they're, they're, their prioritization is still at a, a high level. Um, and then there's a, a middle circle. Those things have been prioritized and you'll see the, each circle, the first one, the outer one is labeled later. These are the things that are in the backlog, but we're gonna get to those later. 
you've got the middle circle. Those are the items we're going to get to next, maybe in the next two or three sprints. And then the center circle, the bullseye, that represents the stuff we're working on now. And um, so I kind of like that kind of the, the circling, the, the drain look. But the other thing that is very uh, nice in using this kind of image is that they've got it, that circle split into slices. So it looks like slices of pie. Um, and so at each one of the circles, the, the outer, the middle, and the inner have some of the colors from each of the slices. In this particular picture, the yellow represented issues, the blue represents spikes, the red technical debt, um, green UX design, so that, that the upfront uh, design piece, and then uh, purple represent big epics. And so in that center circle, you've got a purple, a blue, and two greens. And again, this gives you a representation of balance. It makes you you visually look at this and if you only are picking something from one category then um then then that's a flag to you that's a visual flag to you so it's it backlogs like i said are meant to represent work one of the most common questions that i get is well should documentation be a work item and my answer is yes. Yes, it represents work. It represents something that should be part of your plan, be addressed in, as part of your velocity, um, and there needs to be a balance. And let's be clear, nowhere in Agile does it say that there's no documentation. There might be system documentation. There might be user documentation. If ever you heard anything uh, in reference to Agile and documentation, if anything, and the, the correct thing is there's lightweight requirements documentation. Agile is, was a focus on requirements documentation, but nothing about Agile is dismissing, you know, user documentation or system or training documentation. Those things still have to happen. So the, a slice of your pie should address just what we might call general work items. These are some of the administrative things that uh, impacts the team's velocity. It needs to be considered as part of planning and that kind of, that, that balance. Um, I talked heavily in the last episode about technical debt. So if, if you haven't, you might need to, to backtrack, but it'll make it very clear and it really supports what I talked about in the last one is that you want to do you want to include your technical debt uh, a portion of it a percentage of that um, as you're doing planning otherwise ignoring technical debt um, again things will escalate to the point where either it's grinding to a halt or it suddenly it becomes uh, an emergency there's the concept we talk about of the cost of delay. You've got to be careful how long you delay technical debt. Um, the analogy I, I use is it's like when you're driving your car and 
you know you have your regular maintenance you're supposed to do, whether it's, you know, checking the, the oil or checking, you know, the spark plugs or your your brakes or the, the, the life of the battery. If you ignore the um, the indicators or the, the recommendations um, of that the maintenance program, then eventually that car is either going to perform so bad, and that's the same with your application, and or it's just going to stop on you, and that's what you don't want to do. So um, no matter what type of uh, backlog you use, whether you use this circular one or whether you just use the, the regular tools in JIRA, there's still ways to color code or create different types to, to see that balance. And sometimes there's just tools and, and visuals that I use in my meetings for planning purposes. And then I take what our decisions are from here and then put them in the tool of choice or the, the, um, the records wherever we keep the, the records. Uh, and so, again, you can use... This example, this visual, use a created a mural, um, and I'll provide a link in our description of a sample of this in mural um, as one of the the templates that we offer. Um, and so, try it out, check it out, and if you do use it, leave some um, comments in the uh, uh, blog comment section. And let us know what your experience was and uh, any recommendations you might have around uh, ways to visualize backlogs. So that's it for this short episode. Keep, you know, looking at the, the balance in your, your backlog. Um, and I just want to thank you for joining and we'll see you the next episode. Bye for now.